This is the SEC Insider Hit, powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store. Uh, we'll be live from Rick's Pro Truck, RPT commercial, RPT commercial. There's three locations, as you know, but we'll be at, I can't be at all three at one time. So we will be at RPT Commercial tomorrow in Pearl, Highway 80, right across from Muskelly Furniture. Um, obviously, you have Rick's Pro Truck in Flowood, uh, and then Rick's Pro Truck RPT in Gluckstadt. But uh, we'll be at RPT Commercial in Pearl tomorrow, and uh, some some good giveaways there. This is ESPN. 105.9 The Zone, home of MRA football, Mississippi State football, New Orleans Saints football, all on The Zone. 105.9 ESPN, streaming live on thezone1059.com and the Out of Bounds radio app. You can watch the show right now on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. You want to go ahead and lock in because we'll be spinning the prize wheel uh, at 9.30, and the only way to win is to be watching the webcast and comment. So YouTube, Out of Bounds Sports, Facebook, The Out of Bounds Show. Want to say good morning, welcome in. Boy, we got a big one in Tuscaloosa this weekend. The mighty Texas A&M Aggies, uh, who I think are a 24-point uh, underdog, to the Alabama Crimson Tide. And uh, Slice Bread is not having... A good year after losing to App State and Mississippi State. And so now they get some of the the Crimson Tide and Alabama. We'll see if we'll have, uh, you know, what's going on with the quarterback position, uh, both in Tuscaloosa and in College Station. Could it be, you know, Haynes King and Milrow? It's really despicable. It is. Um, And we've got some other quarterback discussion around Arkansas. If K.J. Jefferson's going to play, concussion concussed what happened there but uh, we want to welcome in our friend uh, Ron Fowler Roll Tide Insider 109 the game T-Town Tuscaloosa afternoon drive this man does nine hours of sports talk radio a day doesn't even think twice about it he joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line Ron Fowler good morning buddy and president of the Jimbo Fisher fan club you got to put that in there now are you really the game sure I am absolutely yes yeah, I've been a big fan a long time. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of found it offensive uh, what you posted on Facebook on Sunday. So, uh, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure he got upset too, and he may call a press conference if he finds out uh, uh, talking about him. So, well, have you ever went back? I know it was in May, but have you went back and just went back to the silliness of that press conference and go back and? It sounds like a loose cannon. It, it, I mean, the things that he said in that, you know, 10, 15 minutes, uh, wow. Sometimes you write a check with your mouth that your butt's not going to be able to cash. And uh, something tells me with the way that Saban was fired up on Monday, the press conference, this game's important to him. Really? Uh, yeah, he had three rants in a 12-minute press conference. Three rants. <laughs> I love it. I love that guy. So so go, so go to go to your sponsor, um, Golden Moon, Silver Star. Lay the money. Lay the money. Bama minus the points. 
It's 24 right now. Good gravy. That's a lot of points. Um, it opened at 20. I it know. At 20. I know. And it just boom. Um, so, so Vegas knows something. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Fowler, Roll Tide Insider on the Yingling Lager guest line. What about what's going on with, with Bryce Young? What, what do you think? What do you hear? What's your gut? You know, I have been, they have got it tight, tight, tight. Uh, normally, you get a little bit of information out of there. I know he didn't do a lot Monday. Uh, did some handoffs, ran the offense without throwing uh, on Monday. Uh, I have not heard anything following the Tuesday practice, which I thought was key. Uh, when I when I hear the Monday, I was like, okay, well, that, that's what I expect. I, I didn't expect anything any different on Monday. Uh, today is going to be a big day. Nick Saban talks at 11 o'clock, uh, so he'll he'll be asked that question. We'll see if he can give an update. Uh, but also today on practice, the way they do it, they do run and stall plays on, on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, it's all pass. So they install every pass play they plan to run, and then they tie it all together on Thursday is the way they do I mean, That may be typical at other places, but uh, that's – so Wednesday's a – Big day uh, for Bryce Young. I think you, you'll probably know something coming out of this press conference. And Nick Saban also talks following practice tonight. So at 6 o'clock, he'll be talking. So this will be very key. Uh, do, do I, you know, when Nick Saban said that he's done it before, that kind of gave me an indication that he would probably play. But who knows how that shoulder will respond. Um let me ask you, you know, this. Do you need him? Why, well, okay, there you go. Why Why would you play him if you're going to win the game either way and the whole goal is to get to the – I mean, Bama's goal here in this state, the goal is to try to go to a New Year's Six Bowl um, or a really cool Florida Bowl. It just is what it is. At Bama's college football playoff are bust. So knowing that, knowing that he's not a big guy – knowing that he's going to take some more shots this year, uh, why would you play him, Ron, knowing that, that you're going to win without him? Well, and not that a Heisman Trophy is, is a goal, but if you take him out, how does that hurt his Heisman Trophy chances? I mean, he's already missed three quarters or two and a half against a team that he was going to put up massive numbers against. So You know what I'd say to that? that? Who cares? Yeah, right. No, no. But, I mean, to be able to go back-to-back, back, I mean, Nick Saban's looking for all these little statistical things. So, um, But you you definitely look at it. Now, now think about it from Jimbo Fisher's perspective. He probably wants Bryce Young to play because look at the optics. When you go back, and let's say that Alabama pounds them the way that we think uh, he'll pound them. Uh, let, let's say it's 42-14 to 14 or 42-10. to 10. And he has to go back to College Station and has to look at all those millionaires and billionaires or whoever they've got all the cash, and he has to say, we got pounded by a backup quarterback. <laughs> uh, that's That wouldn't be good. And, and, you know, I think that you can run on this team, you know, defensively. Have you looked at some of the stats around Texas A&M? I know you guys had a chance to see them last week, but offensively, like, they're 105 in total offense, like 102 in pass offense, 97th in rushing offense, 108 in scoring offense. 
And then when you look at the defensive side of the football, they're not much better. I think it's like 57th in total defense. Rushing defense, they're like 97th in the country. So there's a lot of money to be made against the Aggies. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. All right. So it's minus 24 on Caesars. We're visiting with Ryan Fowler, 109 the game, Tuscaloosa. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Um, revenge game for Nick Saban after they lost last year. Uh, Mississippi State just beat him by three touchdowns, so takes a little of the sizzle out of this thing. And then they lost to App State um, a few weeks ago. Well, and, and just think what you guys did. Mississippi State, by beating Texas A&M, Probably cost us an ESPN college game day experience, right? Yeah. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate that. <laughs> now they're going to Kansas. Alabama fans don't didn't even know Kansas played football until that was announced. Um, okay, so your takeaway on Bama, Arkansas. Um, tell me about Milrow. He can run it. Golly, he's got some speed. He's He's light years away from having a, a, a good, you know, passing game, right? I mean, he, he needs a lot of tutelage, a lot of reps, and a lot of development. He's really raw there. But as far as running the football, dude's dynamite. Tell me about Milrow, the uh, backup QB, at, or maybe the starting QB this weekend, but backup QB at Alabama. I think there's some limitations on the passing side of things, but I still think that you could run an offense through him. And, you know, I think when you look at, you know, the dips and the dunks and, and the screens, uh, which really, in some ways, they've not been a part of, of what Bryce has been able to do. So I think you could do a lot of things, uh, probably a lot of bubble screens, probably just a lot of running back screens, uh, the intermediate stuff. But but I think if you get that rushing attack, which I think fired that offensive lineup, because it was the first time, to me, this offensive line, even before, you know, Bryce had went down with an injury, I think you could do some things with, with Jalen. No doubt. He's not where he wants to be with, you know, the passing side of things. It, it that That's the accuracy seems to be a little bit of a problem. Um, and, and at some point, you know, when, when teams get their recipe against him, uh, they're probably going to load the box, and, and he's going to be able to make some money down the field if he can connect with some of those. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, young man is, is a giant. He's the fastest guy on the team. Uh, at his size, 
that says something. I mean, that says really all you need to, to look. But if you look oh, at look, him, he, he looks like a linebacker. He he got to the second level against Arkansas and ran past all their DBs. I was like, what in the world is going on? It looked like high school football. Um, what? This is going to be 2010 Alabama football. They're going to run Gibbs and Milrow, maybe one other dude, and and they're going to run. They're going to rush for over 300 yards on Saturday night. So just just pound it now. I mean, because that really humiliate you know humiliates a team. Uh, see, I, I'm looking for ways to embarrass Jimbo here. Uh, like, like, I mean, does that does that hurt it, guys? Y'all don't realize. I think this is personal with Nick Saban, and I don't think many games get this way for him. Sure. When I saw the press conference on Monday, if I, if I could have went straight to Philadelphia, Mississippi, and 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 lay the cash, I, I would have bet the farm. It, but I, but I couldn't get there fast enough. The line had already moved. Uh, Nick Saban, I'm telling you, the three rants, I've never seen three rants in a press conference. He was charged up. I mean, he was writing about everything. I mean, they asked him about social networks, and he went on a, an entire spill. Then he talked about he didn't listen to the fans, that they, they <laughs> all they did was make – I mean, there was nobody immune. He even got on to Bryce Young for not throwing the ball away when he got hurt. And then he realized he's like, well, you know, he is a competitor. <laughs> so, I mean, he. I mean, he, there was nobody immune to the Nick Saban uh, verbal rants on on Monday. So, uh, so he lectured the fan base, Bryce Young, oh, the media, the media, the me- media. Okay, I love it. He love doesn't. It. He doesn't listen. He didn't listen. To, he don't listen to us. But he quoted uh, something that was said in the paper, like in the first part of the the press conference. I love it. That reminds me of when I read the. But the- he, Dean he Smith book, us, um, and then they yeah, figured. I don't listen to y'all. <laughs> but I, I'd like to know the person who gives him because that you're right. He's obviously reading something off. Whatever I bet y'all do, Linda, which is his, his, you know, his professional assistant. So okay, uh, m- m- yeah, I bet she has things printed off, and uh, yeah, because if you need to contact Nick Saban, uh, that's the. That's the method, which I, I mean, I don't have a reason to, but I'm just saying as a, you know, as a booster, you know, somebody you're trying to get something to or, you know, message or whatever, that's who you go through. And so I would imagine she probably prints a few of these things off and, you know, but I, I tell you what I would do if I was her this week, I'd get like the, get her iPhone out and I could send her the audio clips and just play like, Jimbo Fisher from back in May the nineteenth or whatever. Right. It's like, hey coach, you got a voicemail here. You despicable whatever. <laughs> Somebody needs to look into what God because didn't he call him God? He said, God, what God's doing. And then he said, God's not, you know, the way that he did it. Go ask people that work for him. Anyway, I mean some of the things that he charged up that he said, I just play those audio clips and uh you know, I, I go back to SEC media days when you and I were over in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, he, you know, a lot of those players would not even respond to the questions about Texas A&M. And they said, we're going to let our play do the talking. We're, we're not going to say a word. They are going but, to I, – I, I've been tweeting this since June. Bama by a million. And the only reason yeah. why it may not be worse is because they'll do it on the ground. 
with Milrow sure. and Gibbs. But a it's going to take a little bit. It's going to take a little bit longer, maybe. I, mean, I know they'll have explosive plays, but take a little bit longer to get down the field compared to if Bryce was healthy. Uh, no, you're right, though. I mean, to get beat, let's say Bama doesn't score as much. Um, thirty-five to. I don't even know if a and I, I just watched them play. They're horrific on offense. I don't even know if A&M can score 10 points against y'all, Fowler. All right, all right. So let, let me throw the question, okay? D- debate this with me here. Talk this out a little bit, okay? When you look at Jimbo Fisher with what they've been given, you're hanging your hat on a win over Alabama. You, you got the win over Alabama. You've had all this drama. If you're Texas A&M, because if you start looking at wins, like Ole Miss, you got to remember, you know, Jimbo went after Lane first yeah. before he went after Nick Saban. So when Ole Miss, Ole Miss has to go out there, correct? Yes. That that's a loss. That's a loss out there. Here's a loss. So that there's there's five, right? No, three, two, four, four, and and then there's another one out there too. So if they finish seven and five, eight and four, how much pressure is on Jimbo Fisher? Could could they pull the plug? Uh, he could lose one, two, three, four more games easily. Blake, what does that put him at? Four? Well, he's got six three and, and two six. Now. Four more. Yeah, he he. Can, yeah, he could lose four six more games. All right, Bam, they're losing to Bama by a million. He could easily lose to Ole Miss at home, Florida at home, and LSU at home. And I'm not sure. That at South Carolina, eh, they're terrible. But so is A and M. No, South Carolina could win that game ten to seven, or or A and M could win that game ten to seven. And and Auburn, those aren't gimmies on the road. They're just not. Yeah. So six and six. Kind of look at all right. Six and six, seven and five. Repeat the question. Okay. Do you think Jimbo Fisher gets pressure coming out of College Station? Six I, and six, seven and five. I do, I do. Um, I think That's it's a next lot year. Of money. It is, it, but it's not for them. It, it, in the grand scheme of things, for me and you and ninety nine percent of the people in the world, it is. Um, it's 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 a rounding error. Eighty to ninety million for that for that alumni base. I mean, you know the drill, Ryan. They've got a twelve big element. Uh, it just it, it it's chump change. I know it sounds crazy. Right. It's chump change. All right. So 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 they. They fire him. Does Nick Saban reach out to Jimbo and offer him an analyst position? No. I think that, first of all, Jimbo's not good enough as a, well, neither is Bill O'Brien. Well, but, he can show you but, what not to do. Well, to yeah, I mean, Saban actually hired two excellent play callers in um, Lane Kiffin and Sark. And then their talent is so good that they can overcome Bill O'Brien play calling Bryce is so good you know the receiver I know the receivers aren't Devontae and Waddle but they're they're still good we compare we always like to compare our players to the greatest that have or to the best that have been through at that position uh but they're still more than uh, you know talented enough to do the things so 